everyone it's us again we are back welcome to untoxic with kim and carl have hope everybody is doing well out there how you doing babe i'm doing good how about you i'm doing okay today um been a long week but we got through it yeah been a long week snow day today we ain't seen that much snow in a long time but um we ain't have to go out in it yeah it was nice we enjoyed the silence yeah the silence of it all um, the kids were home. They had Zoom school. Of course, we work from home, so um, we got to see Caitlin real quick. So that was nice. As yeah, well. we went out for a hot second. Um, saw our daughter at work or whatever, and um, came right back on in. So yeah, but I'm doing okay today. Uh, like you said, long week. Um, but here we are, Friday once again. So getting closer to you already know my birthday yeah so i'm very excited about that yes me too yeah looking forward to that um but overall things are good all right well let's jump right on into it um so what we want to talk about this week is feeling protected like what makes what are some things that make us feel protected make us feel safe make us feel secure um I think it's a good thing to talk about because it, um, I don't know, you just have to be aware of your surroundings at all time. And not only just the, the, the physical part of feeling protected, which I also want to talk about, right. but your mental, your mentally and emotionally. Yeah. You got to have a place at home. That's your space, uh, where you, you, you feel protected, you feel safe, you can let your hair down, you know, um, and be yourself and have your thoughts, you know? Yeah, and that's definitely um, yeah, a version of feeling protected is being comfortable where you are. So I feel like that's a good thing that's for us to, to discuss. Yeah. All right, so you, uh, I'm going to ask him, does he want me to start? Let's see what he says. Do you want me to start? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Um, what makes now I like making lists. I'm a list person, so um I'm gonna go through my three things that make me feel protected. Um or four. Sorry, I got four written down here. Okay, go me. All right. So my number one thing, of course, is my relationship with God. Now I I mentioned last last podcast that um I w I'm not the most spiritual person. I don't go to church or what have you, but I grew up in a church. I grew up with a religious mother um so i am i feel like i'm close to god and he loves me all just all the same because he he keep he, overall he keeps me protected from the things out here um that go on and as well as my family so um my relationship with god makes me feel protected because you know it's not He's an on-time God, and what that means is he ain't going to be on time for what you want. I pray every day for $1,000, you know what I'm saying, to be financially stable for this and for that. But I don't also don't expect it because I feel like God gives me things or he grants us things in his time and when it's right, when he feels it's right for us. Yeah, he gives us what we need, not always what we want. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's always on his time, not our time, but you know. Uh, right. So I don't set my expectations like that because I have that type of relationship with God where I'll pray and, um, you know, I'll pray for protection and, and whatever, whatever I think I need. Um, and I don't expect it instantaneously. Now, if that's something he want to give me, um, yes, please do. But um, 
my relationship with God, I feel like because I have a relationship, I feel protected. And, and that's the for honest me, I'm, truth. I'm praying, um, you know, when my family's not home, that they're protected when the kids are traveling to and from school while they're at school. Um, you know, when you're not home, you know, I'm always praying to God just to protect my family. And, you know, that that's important to me. Yeah, he definitely does. That's why when I'm in the, the, the slumps of depression or whatever, sad about something, um, I can always fall back on God protecting me and my family. Not only my immediate family, not only you and the kids, but my like extended family my well, extended yeah. family, my sisters, my sisters way down North Carolina, um, just everyone that I'm close to. Yeah, like he just parents, continues yeah. to protect protect everyone from my harm. So friends, I yeah. appreciate that. God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so the number two thing is you, like my husband. Um, and that's what a husband is for. If you're in a good relationship, if you're in um, a, a good marriage, I'm not using very good words here, but like if a you're in a marriage. stable marriage, your husband is supposed to be your protector. Your husband is your protector along with your kids. So whatever you get into or what I don't want to say get into, but like. Hey, don't be starting nothing. <laughs> no, no, you know, I don't start stuff. You already know me. But no, like if something ever came up, you know, God forbid somebody, you know, tries to get in here or if we're out and about and something pops off, I know that you're there to protect me or if the kids are there to protect us, or, you know, Caitlin to protect her. So you like you're you're my protection. And well, like you. I talk. Yeah, of happy course. to be there for you, you know. And I talk about not just like physical in the physical sense, of course. Um, somebody shooting, you want to jump in front of the bullet because period. That's yes, what she. That's yes, what she's yes. <laughs> um, uh, but also mentally. Um, it, so I guess I have an idea of like phys- mentally protecting me. I guess can can kind of backfire because you don't want to be. You want to be honest. I'm not just saying you. I'm talking about in a marriage and relationship. You want to be honest and you want to be upfront, but you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. And it's kind of hard to walk, like, that line. walk that line, I feel like. And I feel like you do that with me. Like you want to protect, you don't want to, like, I feel like you have things that you want to say, but you don't always want to say them because especially in certain times. Of how I'm feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, Yeah. and it's just, uh, I don't know, you're not going to share every thought you have, uh, even in your marriage or whatever, you know, and uh, you're going to go through things alone. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, just always try to be there for each other, you know, even if you don't know exactly what's going on. Right, and another version of you protecting me in that way is um, um, reassurance, I think, like that things are going to be okay when I'm not, you know, when I'm in a mood or something like that. Um, so yeah, so definitely your number two. Well, thank you. Made in number two position. Congratulations. Um, (laughs) number three. Okay. So this is more of a physical thing and this is something that I got from you. Um, when we moved here and yeah, when me and the boys moved here, um, you all, there was always some, some type of weapon in the house. Okay. Like bat or axe or whatever, just random stuff that I would find around the house. And I remember you telling me that, like, that's there just in case somebody come through this door or this sliding glass door or whatever. Yeah, like, you never know where you could be trapped in a house or in a dead end and you want, you know, something there, you know, that uh, they don't know is there. You know, uh, if somebody has you retreating towards, you know, 
uh, things. So I, yeah, I've always felt that uh, you should have things to protect yourself uh, throughout the house, um, whether it's uh, knives or, you know, like you said, an axe, a bat, you know. Yeah, I just remember seeing these random things around the house. And, I mean, at first it was weird. And then it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, not to be confused with some of the, the sticks to kill spiders with that <laughs> probably wouldn't protect you well from uh, <laughs> human beings, you know. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so, like, they'd be just randomly. So, now, like, in a lot of the corners of our houses, especially, like, well, I guess I maybe shouldn't say all that. Well, nobody's going to try to get this. But, like, near our front door, near a window, like, in our bedroom, in a hallway, there's something that if somebody somehow, some way gets into this house, and I feel like we do a good job of locking up our house and stuff like that, then there's something you could grab. And that's yeah. always first thing on my mind. Um, there's something we have to protect the children. You know? Yeah, that's something. There's something you could grab and just like fuck somebody up with. So, yeah, that that that's good. That's something. And I wonder, Caitlin doesn't live with us. If you don't know, our oldest daughter. Have we? Maybe we should reiterate that with her. Do you yeah, got yeah. something behind your yeah, door? Protection. You know, because she live in an like apartment yeah. building, so that might be something we need to bring up. But yeah, so that that is a method of protection that I do appreciate. Um, I understand. Yeah, having some type of gotta weapon. be ready. Like you know, um, you don't ever want it to happen, but you want to be prepared. You know. Yeah. Uh, right preparation, and I guess um this kind of goes back to like our last episode when we were talking about the our date with the the guns the, the gun range. One day I think we're gonna have the we're gonna own a gun, like hopefully. Yeah, I think it's uh something with the kids getting older. You know, we could keep it yeah. safe and things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it'll day. be safer. And they're getting older, and yeah. I feel like it it will feel better. So I don't know, maybe one day. And then my last one, um, my sense of awareness, I feel like serves as a protection for me because, um, especially when the kids were younger and. Um, there would be times, even before you, it would be like me, before me and you were together, it would be me and these two, well, it was me and Messiah until Kamari came along, of course, and I had these two young boys. It was just always me and them, um, whether or not I had a car or I was on a bus or I was on a train. Um, and then even when we moved here, a lot of times it would be just me and, me and the boys before um, Jalen came along. So I always had the sense of awareness that I that I'm proud of because I'm always side eyeing somebody. Like I'm always like looking around to see who's around. I tell the boys that all the time when they leave me and they spend the night places, um, or they're out and about with their friends. Like y'all be aware of your surroundings. Don't yeah. just know how to get out of people's houses. Um, for, know where fire exits are at um at restaurants right. or buildings that you're in. You know. Right. Know where the stairs are if you're not on the first floor, things right. like that, you know? Yeah, pay attention. And not only that, you walking down the street. Like, I don't want them really walking down the street with earphones in and stuff. Like, you always got to pay attention. So, yeah, I, I feel like my sense of awareness has strength, strengthened just as a mom, as a parent. Um, I think when I was younger, though, yeah, I, I ain't paid much attention. Like, right. I was younger, and I was, like, in my early 20s and late teens and stuff. And it just was, I was just walking wherever all willy-nilly. I would go go places by myself and just, I don't know. I, I, things could have happened. So yeah. we come back oh, yeah. around to God protecting me from some stuff because 
I know things could have happened, but it didn't. So, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I was walking around late at night as a teenager, yes. you know, drinking, like, you know, things just I would not wilding. want my children doing. Yeah, yeah, just wilding. But, yeah, I think I, I appreciate my sense of awareness. And, it, and I think that does protect us because there'd be some weirdos out here and you just got to watch your back I and agree. your side and your front. So yeah, that's um that's how I, I I feel protected, um, safe and secure. And um what about you? I I mean I was trying oh, to drop my comments in, in you know, with, yeah. with with yours, but uh you know, if anybody else wants to share theirs, you know, feel free to uh message us and things like that. We'd like to uh see how yeah. you feel protected. Yeah, interact. Yeah, so on our um Instagram page, on Toxic uh K C podcast, um y'all I'm going to do better. Uh, we're going to do better with posting more of our, on our socials. Um, we just actually, I'm, I was going to talk about this towards the end, but we do want more interaction. And I feel like in order for y'all to interact with us, you know, we should put more out for us to interact with you. Um, so we'd be happy to hear, hear your thoughts as well. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and move on. What's next? Oh, I believe it is... Uh... <laughs> Surprise, Kim! A new uh, portion of our uh, of our show that uh, we're going to ask Kim a question that she doesn't know about, so she cannot prepare for it. You know, makes it a little better. Um, so, what my question is today is, how do you feel about your man looking at a sexy woman, like a picture <laughs> or in person? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna definitely like this segment. Like I know about this segment, but I don't know like what he's gonna ask me. So like I'm like blushing so hard. Okay, all right. Oh no, <laughs> bring it back. Ask me one more time. Okay. So <laughs> my question is, which I have to hide from her because she'll read my paper. Uh, how do you feel about your man looking at a sexy woman? You know, a picture or in person? How how does that make you feel? <laughs> okay. really all right it doesn't make me feel sometimes it doesn't really make me feel any type of way because of our our like years together and i just feel like if you see a sexy woman like you know you see a sexy woman and what am i gonna do take your eyeballs out i don't know no i like how sometimes like you might point it out to me Uh, i just remember one time in new york there was a a woman uh who was topless uh painted or getting painted uh, or something like that and um i didn't even notice her and you're like hey you know look at this girl over here she's topless (laughs) and i'm like okay well thank you for pointing that out and then you know bringing god right back into it i feel like he rewarded you and uh, we saw a, a cop I don't know, about 6'4", you know, New York cop, uh, you know, a nice press suit, you know, that I thought you looked, you thought looked pretty, pretty oh cute. God, so, man. you know, uh, just. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, he was fun. Woo. He's New York. Yes. Yeah. I guess God did reward me. Yeah. Right. But no, I will. And, and I think the ladies can agree with me. If you're in a secure relationship and you see a fine woman, I'll point to fine. I don't do this much now because I'm getting older and I'm like, uh, yeah, but like, uh, mm, it's one thing know. and it's one thing to look or something. It's like another thing if you're like staring uh, or drooling, making it awkward or something right. like that, you know what I mean? But it, you know, it's another thing like to try to act like somebody's not there. If you're like, you know, everybody, you both know that she's there or some, or, or like a guy, you know, uh, yeah. you know, muscular guys around at the beach or something like that, you know, that maybe, you know, girls might like or something like that you know that rarely happens but um no so if i see a cute woman or you know 
or even like online or something like that. And I'm like, dang, she got a nice body. Like we can do that's crazy, the double standard of it all. But we can do that. But like, dang, she fine or she looks so good. Oh my god, her body is banging this and that. And you know, I don't like I said, I don't do it as much, but I'll you know, I'll show you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh she's And she's like cute. I expect it, you know, I see uh, men looking at you and things like that. It was harder for me when uh when before Caitlin was uh eighteen, you know, I would see guys looking at her and I'm like uh, they didn't know, you know, that she wasn't eighteen or something like that. But like some of them I knew. Mean, yeah, well but you know, no, yeah. it's it's easier for me now that she's older, you know what I mean? Yeah. That uh it's just I, I know how guys are and things like that. And you know, you should be proud that a guy wants to look at you or your daughter or your wife or something like that you know what I mean well I wouldn't say proud to look at your daughter or even me I but mean, I mean I, cause that don't matter it I don't want them to not want to look at you you know what I mean like, well that uh, means know? you're looking harder you've already looked and you chose so I don't think that matters but back to your question I, it's not that I get offended it, like I don't feel any type of way about it but I will admit like the older that we that I that I get the more I realize that I'm getting older. Like, it's hard to explain. It's like, dang, I'm getting older. My body is changing. My body has changed. Like, my perception of myself is changing. And, um, you know, so I'm not as secure with myself and how, how I look, I guess, as I used to be. So well, that's why I'm saying. I remember saying, I really- uh, when we worked together, you know, in the office, you know, uh, I was checking you out in the hallway, like not knowing it was you. I mean, my eyes aren't that good. Like there were some really long hallways there. I mean, you know, and uh, so I'd, I'd see somebody and I'd say, oh, oh, she's cute or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's my wife. Like I'm checking my own wife out. Like, so, you know, that's, that's good. You know, shows I'm interested, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I thought, I know other people thought that that was funny that I would, you know, check my own wife out at work and not know it was her at first, you know? Oh my God. Yes. And I said, the it must have been on my good day when I had my little tight jeans on. I think I probably was a little smaller back then, too. Like, yes, that was me. But anyway, so, yeah, overall, like, you look at a, a woman, you know, it is what it is. Like, I don't want you staring. Right, but it, right. one thing I do want to point out, though, it's so much easier for, like, for us, it's going to be the face that we're looking at. Like, y'all going to look at the body first and then maybe the face. I mean, you might, there be some pretty girls out here. So, you might look at right. the face first. But for the most part, if you see a baby body, that's what they wear too. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you can't really tell how, how the body, how banging the body is. Other times, like, you know, uh, celebrities and things like that, they're not hiding much. They're revealing almost everything, you know. So, it's like, you know right. what I mean? You can't help but look at the body. You know what I mean? Because well, I'm talking about like in the real world. Like if yeah. we're out and about, the first thing that I'm looking at, if I see somebody that's fine, a man, is their face. Right. Like, and and then their clothes. Like for some reason, I'll look at their clothes or their sneakers or whatever. Because I can't see. Like men don't oh, have I look a, at like sneakers. A, I look at guys' sneakers and I'm like, I like his sneakers. I might even tell. Different. I might even tell guys that I like their sneakers or something like that. You know, a couple times, you know, but. Uh, well, no, no, I'm saying as far as attractiveness to me, like I'll look at a man, a, a, a man's face and his haircut or right. what his hair looks like. Or his beard, maybe. His beard, <laughs> his facial features. That's what I might be initially tra- attracted to right. as opposed to to a man's body. And I just, I don't think that that's an odd thing like that, um, you know, uh, we're in a marriage and we're in a committed marriage, you know, and we're happy. 
Um, That's and, not weird but, at all. That's you see people normal. in public and things like that or on TV you can't just, help and throughout it. life. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I, I don't want everybody in my life to be unattra- unattractive. I want to see some attractive people when I'm out. You know? <laughs> Well, yeah, so that's how I feel. I'm okay with it as long as it ain't ogling or as yeah, long exactly. as you ain't obsessing over, yeah, like, exactly. someone. You know what uh, I yeah. mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. Well, that was okay. fun. Okay, enjoyed... surprise, Kim. Yes. I like that. Okay. Can I be cracking up over here? It's funny. All right, I think that we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. everybody we are back we're gonna jump into our question of the week by the way just a quick disclaimer sorry I didn't tell you about this before we begin to record but we're recording in our basement okay so if you hear like the heater or the dryer or something like that or you hear some type of noise in the background that's what it is hopefully it won't uh, distract you from our amazing content that we're providing anyway <laughs> question of the week um so, how comfortable are you traveling alone? And I think this kind of ties back into how protected you feel, um, how protected we feel. Um, so, like, how comfortable are we? Tra- how comfortable are you traveling alone? So, I'll start because no, I'll start this one oh, uh, for okay. me. Um, you know, yeah. I, I'm comfortable traveling alone. It's not something I like to do. I don't really like to do things alone. Um, I like to do things with my band. I like to do things with my friends. I like to do things with my wife. I like to do things with my kids. I like to do things with my dad, my mom. You know, I don't like to really do things alone. But uh, that being said, uh, you know, when I was 18, I did fly out for my job to Dallas. Uh, only time I've ever been to Texas. And I trained people and um, stayed in a hotel by myself and things like that. Um, so, you know... I've done it, but uh, and I'm comfortable doing it. It's just not what I like to do. I like to be right. with people. So, okay, so now, right now, if you had the chance to take a trip to, we're going to stay here in the States, just like anywhere in the States, just to go by yourself somewhere, would you do it? Just to get away from me, okay, get away from me. Get away from the kids. I get mean, away from I the house. I would do it. I, I did it. I did it. I went out to Illinois for the job before, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was before I, we was married. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah um, but I, I just, When you came home. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hey, if I could go to California, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. If I could go somewhere I haven't been before, maybe, right. you know, uh, right. that'd be nice. But uh, I'd rather bring you with me or, you know, a uh, friend's trip or something like that, yeah. you know, would be more of my style. Remember, you could have went to Pittsburgh by yourself, right? And I asked if I could bring you when yeah, you were pregnant. Yeah, I was yeah. good and pregnant. Yeah, yeah we yeah. took that ride over there or whatever. That was fun. And the girl threw up in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we couldn't get in the pool in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Dang, and I was big pregnant, too. I think I was like... I got had got laid off and stuff, remember? Yeah, that was a nice ride too. Uh, I don't oh, want to drive out to Pittsburgh by myself, so that was nice having you. Uh, yeah, that's a long-ass ride in the yeah. mountains. Oof. Um... All right, so so basically, you don't like doing it. I yeah, I, I but mean, you would. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I would do it. You what know, about I, internationally? Let's go there. Uh, I would travel internationally, you know, but like by I yourself, said, I would, I would do it, but I would okay. just rather be with a friend or a, you know my wife, something like that, like okay. my dad, you know, my mom. Gotcha. Okay. All right. As for me, so I have done this plenty of times now. We're talking local stays. Um, um, when I started, I was working with, who was I with? Ausco. I had 5011 jobs. But when I was with Ausco and back in 2000 and 
15, 16, something like that. Um, they sent me on a two-day trip to Lanham, Maryland, which is Washington, D.C., basically. Um, and when I tell you, that's, I hadn't gotten away in a long time. And Jalen was, what, one? Yeah. So I had, hadn't gotten away from home in a long time from the kids. And that was one of the best solo trips I ever had. It was a work trip. But just being in a hotel, I didn't do anything. But I think I worked. I think I had did uh, go out to eat or something by myself. Um, but it was fun. But I also have um, done a couple of trips to Ocean City. Well, one trip to Ocean City by myself. Uh, North Carolina for your sister's birthday. You surprised her. Oh, yeah. Surprised my, my sister um, just last September for her 30th birthday. I took the train down there, which, okay, that was never. I don't want to say never again, but probably never again. <laughs> Uh, it was, was cost effective. Yeah. It was cost effective, but it was also so uncomfortable on the way back. The way there was cool, but the way anyway. So I traveled there by myself. <clears throat> um, what was that? I just mentioned. Oh, the Ocean City, Maryland. I drove down there by myself for a, a night. That was fun. Um, and then where else did I go by myself? Oh, uh, I Philly. stayed in Philly at the uh, Lowe's Hotel. I got a night there by myself. That was fun. Just me in the city or whatever. I think I did go hang out on the block or whatever. But, um, so I don't mind going places by myself. Oh, maybe we should bring up KTN. Which, oh, yes. it's not really traveling. I don't do it, a, I don't do it anymore, I guess. Um, probably for the past eight, nine months. Maybe yeah. a year. It's been a minute. But what I used to do is every Thursday. So every Thursday, Carl has band practice. And his friends come over and they, you know, either band practice, practice band, <laughs> or they play games. We jam or um, we play board games. Yeah. Right. Um, and then so, I think 2000 and, let me see, was it 23, 22? I want to say 22 maybe it started, or 21, I can't remember. I came up with this idea that, okay, he's down in the basement for a few hours with his friends, doing what they do. I'm up here with these kids, running amok. Um, they're older now, so they don't really bother me as much, but I'm just like not doing nothing. And I came up with this idea to every Thursday to go out to eat somewhere by myself. I want to say it started at Cheesecake Factory uh, a couple times. Uh, no, I don't know if it, I, I can't remember exactly where it started, but I feel like Cheesecake Factory was, was my most frequented place. I think I probably went there the most, but my main places were Cheesecake Factory um chilies because they they match they budget friendly um i think i went to red lobster um i went to can you think of anywhere else i went by myself i'm not too sure like a mexican restaurant yeah. um but basically things that were close around oh I, I went to the mexican restaurant um in uh wilmington so i've been to you know a few places just just to have uh, just uh, to maybe eat. even uh crabs when you brought me a cheesesteak home one night i think or... oh well uh, lestardo's yeah, down yeah. the street so I've been quite a few places and it was just me, myself, and I going out to eat. Um, but one leftovers thing, was always one thing I will say, I think I we I started with bringing leftovers to Carl with whatever, but it kind of evolved into bringing him like just ordering something separately. So I would go and be like, "Listen, I'm here. What do you want?" Ordering him something and bringing it, bringing it home. Don't worry, guys. I fed the kids. We fed the kids before I left. Yeah, they right. all. I always make sure they are good before I go of, anywhere. Yes. Uh, we always make sure they're good before we go out to eat or what have you. So, yeah. 
Um, so that's not necessarily traveling, but um, that was something that I did by myself. I don't mind going out by myself. I don't do it as much now, but I don't mind doing it. Um, and traveling internationally alone. I'll be on TikTok sometimes and I'll be seeing people post um, specifically black women like me when they go places like travel internationally. And I see a lot of good things about it. People be actually... I think there's this one girl on TikTok and she lives in like Dubai by herself. Now that would be terrifying to be that far away from home by myself and living somewhere. Yeah, that would be probably horrible. Um, I don't know if I would want to travel internationally by myself. Like it comes back to being protected. Like who's protecting me? Yeah. Something happened. I'm not saying I'm paranoid, but like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Black women are the least protected um, species. And that's probably not the right term in the entire universe. Race. So race, whatever. No, not just race. I mean, just race period. We're at the very bottom when it comes to people giving a shit about us. So you have to, you have no choice but to be um, protect, protected or feel protected or search for protection. I don't know how to put it. But so, yeah, I probably wouldn't travel internationally by myself. Now, if it's a business opportunity and somebody was like, you know, this whole thing we got going pop off and they're like, oh, I need you to come to um, Jamaica or I need you to come to, all right, we're somewhere less desirable. Uh, think of a country, I don't know, London for whatever reason. Yeah, I probably would consider that. What, what's what's in this package? Y'all paying for everything? Um, wait, first, but the first thing I will ask, wait, can my husband come? Yeah. If they say no, then I'm like, oh, no, all right, I don't know, no, then yeah. I'll have to consider it. But no, yeah, still have to go, but yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so there we go. I, I wouldn't mind doing, I, I, I have traveled locally by myself, which I don't mind because it's always fun. It's just me, um, and it just feels good to get away. Uh, internationally, I don't know, we'll see. So, yeah, there we go. Question of the day. Um, anything you want to add? No, I think no? That everything was good. Uh, okay. I'll move on to sports. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, deep breath. Deep breath. So, our Eagles played one Monday versus Tampa Bay. And I might as well have sent Kamari, oh, Messiah. Yeah, they, they, did they play? They and Jalen. Jalen out there because no, not not Jalen, but like my Jalen, Jalen Carter De Francesco, like it. I don't even know. I I kind of expect. I don't want to say I expected what we got because if fucking score was, what was it? Oh shit, twenty something to nine. I forget. I should wrote it down. But we or seven. I don't know. We barely. We didn't do anything. It's just like the morale of the team just deflated. Something happened, and it was just so devastating um, that I barely even want to talk about it. Carl thinks that like I get like super sad about it, and I do. I'm usually over it the next day because like what the fuck I'm gonna do about it? Get out there and play? Like of course not. Um, so it don't be that sad but it, it it is disappointing yeah no i understand that and then uh for me i'm just i'm rooting for the underdogs now i mean uh you had uh last week or last yeah last week you had the texans browns lions and bills that have never won a championship and the browns have now lost uh to the texans uh so now you have the texans lions and bills left that have never won a championship so they, they all have a chance you know yeah and and i can guarantee um 
each podcast like just all provide us an update on your list of your people your teams that never been to a championship we're gonna keep or talking about it, it. Yeah. or never won it i guess and then um yeah because the bills have been there lions have never been there and the texans okay. have never been there okay browns had never been there so either. we're gonna build this up until we actually get to the super bowl and after after the super bowl so yeah well well i'm sure people would be curious about that now because my Eagles are not no longer, um, you know, competing, um, I'm rooting for the Lions. And the reason is for some reason. I now I like the Browns as a like. Mind you, I don't have any favorite team. Eagles Browns is my favorite team. No, uh, all right. Let me let me finish. Eagles are my favorite team. Okay, I don't want nobody to win but the Eagles. But if they are no longer an option. I like to also have. Um, well, you got to pick another I team to root for. Yeah, I yeah gotta even pick a when team there's a Super Bowl, everybody picks a team when right. you get to the Super Bowl. You know, there's only going to be two That's teams true. left. You got to root for one or the right. other. You know. Well, I want the I I like the Brian the Bryans the Browns, but they're no longer there. But also, I have a soft spot for the Texans because the Texans were like not a good team a couple years ago, and for them to have made it. This far, but I I kind of think that the Browns last year they were the worst team. They last yeah, they year were they, last year they got rid of Watson, right? Yep. Because they was doing all that, the he was Browns, doing all that shit yeah. with the masseuses and all that. Yep. And then his ass got hurt because he is with the Browns. No, his wait, huh? He's with the Browns. Wait, the Texans got rid. The got Texans rid of Watson. Got rid of Watson. Oh, he's that's right. That's crazy. But he got hurt, so he wasn't even playing. Yeah, no, Flacco was playing for the Browns more recently. Right. Wow, what a twist. So, anyway, so I like the, um, I feel like the Browns was, and y'all know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm not, I, I'm not a sports person, but I'm turning into one. So, I try to be knowledgeable because I like having conversations with Carl about these things. But I feel like um, the Browns were kind of, not a really good team a few years ago, too. Yeah, and the favorites are definitely the Ravens and the 49ers right now, both the number one seeds that, uh, you know, had bye, bye weeks. Oh, okay. And uh, they've also played each other in the Super Bowl before when Kaepernick was playing still. Oh, wow, okay. So, all right, so I'll just wrap it up and say that I'm rooting for the Lions to go to the Super Bowl and win it. But once we get there, if they are not, then I'll decide who I want to win the Super Bowl once we know who's in the Super Bowl. Boom, there we are. As an Eagles fan, that's where I am. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Um. Anything else in sports? Like, I feel like. I mean, there's still basketball going, going on, but we'll on. talk football until we get to towards March Madness. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to really pay attention when it comes to March Madness because I really don't pay attention. I think one thing I want to say is um, like back in the day when I lived on Chancellor Street and Andre, my uncle. Um, he used to um, have these pools, and I just used to, this was pre-kids, I was early 20s, and he used to do these pools or whatever, and every single time, I always ended up with Temple being, <laughs> being like getting into the championship. You were just donating money, you saying? That? Pretty much. And that's uh, that was always my team. No, I remember you filled one out um, while we were married since we got yeah. kids. I think just once I think you filled yeah, one yeah. out. Yeah, it's a... And he will always, Andre will always laugh at me like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, whatever. But yeah, that's just the memory that you trigger. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll follow uh, football until March Madness comes. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into... 
um weekly goal so this week um i feel like for me the beginning of the week was not too bad but um yesterday being thursday was a uh, really hard when it comes to like my mental space um like sometimes i get up and well almost every morning i'm not gonna lie i have anxiety every morning because my body wakes me up with the kids the two oldest messiah and kamari they have to get up around like between well kamari gets up at like 5 45 messiah gets up t 10 minutes before his bus comes um, but my body always wakes me up around that time. So once I'm up, my mind is like racing. Or even if I wake up at 4, 4.30 in the morning, I almost always have anxiety every morning. Which sometimes is just normal. Once I get up, I get into the, get up for work and I, you know, start getting into everything. I feel better a lot of times. Yesterday was just, it was, it was not like that. I kind of stayed in that, um state of mind so you know without just going in too deep into it it was not a good day mentally i felt like i was in the in the very deep depths of depression and it overwhelmed me um but of course um i shared this with carl and i feel like i haven't been as open about my mental issues early in our marriage because they've always been there for some reason they're just really showing their like it's just really coming to the top now and just i can't hide it i can't really hide it anymore and carl's doing a good job of recognizing it and coming kind of coming to my rescue and saying listen if you need to talk i'm not gonna pressure you into talking but if you need to talk talk but i've also told him in the past that i expected him to look at me and know that i'm going through a difficult time um, and that wasn't fair to him because how's he supposed to know? Um, so him recognizing it and saying something about it. Um, and then he brought me flowers yesterday. Like that was unexpected. I didn't know he was doing that. Um, and it made me feel good because he, I didn't want to talk to him about anything, but just that gesture of you bringing the flowers and like, just saying, hey, I want to brighten up your day. I don't know what you're going through. I'm not in your mind. I don't know what's going on with you. I only know what you tell me. But bring the flowers. It's just like, listen, this is how I want your day to, to end. Like, I want you to not forget about what you're going through. But, like, I hope this makes you happy. And it did. Yeah, well, I, I try to do, uh, well, flowers is my um, Valentine's Day thing. I like to do flowers and chocolate. Like, we usually, I cook dinner or something like that as well. But, um you know, that that's definitely my thing. But I try to do, like, random days throughout the year. Um, I seem to think about it on the worst times. Like, I remember one day on, like, Messiah's birthday, I think I got you flowers. <laughs> and it was just like, like, I'm sorry, Messiah, that I'm, like, getting her something today. But, like, it's just, you know, uh, I a thought feeling. of it today and it was a random day. You but know? I, feel, uh, I feel like even though it, you got it when you felt like I needed it. Like, yeah. that's you come in clutch like that sometimes. And, and, and I did. And I feel like... From that time, I put them in a vase and everything. You told me, you said, don't leave them down here. Take them upstairs in your workspace. Because that's where I was at the time. You know right. what I mean? And going to be for a few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. So, I brought them upstairs to my workspace and, and they're still there. So, um, yeah. So well, it was, for my weekly goal. Um, well, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I didn't sorry, actually, like, mention I wanted to get the backstory. Okay. So, um, it's the focus on my mental health. That's my weekly goal. And that's a weekly goal every week, but I just wanted to be vocal about it. 
because of what I went through yesterday. And there are days, I have days like that maybe once or twice a month and it's not good. So, um, yeah, I just want to focus on my mental health and hopefully, you know, the days ahead are better than yesterday. Today was good, so. Yeah, well, for me, I, I want to say, um, number one, I, I want to get work done uh, this week. Uh, I want to prepare for vacation. Uh, I want to save money for Mexico. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. We haven't uh, mentioned it yet, but I'm going to... Oh, have we? I don't know. I don't know if we mentioned it. Because we... Oh, maybe not. Because we just... I don't know. Uh, we booked it right after we recorded, but I can't remember which episode it was. But we are going to Mexico for my 40th birthday. I'm very excited. I cannot wait to go. I can't wait to document it because um, I think that's going to be a fun thing to like add to the socials. But um, I just want to, I just can't. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very grateful that my babe put this together. Um, I'm not a party planner. She originally set a party and uh, that is just not me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, traveling, setting up a, a travel is, is a little more my style. <laughs> setting up a trip. Yeah. But I did want a big 40th birthday party. Um... I did, but we'll, we'll do all a little all, something, um, you know, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll set up maybe for something. fifty. Uh, you know, we can do something, and uh, you'll you'll just know that you got to plan it, and not me. Like I'm not. No, I feel I'm at forty five. I know you said forty five ain't all that, but yeah, I feel like forty five is a good thing. Okay, we can always but do a party when if you I, want. Yeah, we when can do I it come every back, year. We when I yeah that too when we when I come back when we come back though I do want to set something up for um. Whoever would like to come, my friends and family, and we'll celebrate all together. Sounds but good. I am looking forward to Mexico first, boom, because this weather ain't it. Tomorrow's going to be blustery and cold. There's snow outside. I can't wait to touch the sand with my toes. Yes. So, um, all right. What's next? Quotes. I guess we can go ahead and um, head on out. Um, so, I have a scripture that I want to share for this week. And I did my affirmations today. I know I mentioned or I read those on the last podcast. I'm not going to read those every podcast. But every now and again, I might sprinkle them them in, at least a couple of them, um, because I feel like they are helping me um, for the most part when I can really focus and, and be in that uh, mind space. So um, the quote for this week is Psalms chapter 51, verse 10. Um, okay, sorry, hold on. I lost it. Um, hold on. You want to go first, babe? I'm no, sorry. I can't go first. You always have to go first. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Okay, uh, Psalms <laughs> chapter 51, verse 10. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And boy, I am taking that to heart. And that is definitely a scripture that I've heard before. Like I said, um, my mom um, had us in church several times a week. And she's a very religious um, woman. Um, so I've heard this scripture before. But when I read scriptures, even just in my alone time, I try to take them in and apply them to my life. Because they're not always clear, but you kind of have to break them down um, and, and, and apply it to my life. So I feel like what this is saying to me is um, like, like renew me pretty much. Like clear my heart of any 
negativity or whatever I'm going through at the time, like take that out, God, like take all of that negativity and bad stuff out of my mind and my heart and my body and my soul and, and restore me with positivity and, and good things and good thoughts and positive thoughts. That's how I'm taking that scripture. So I welcome that scripture. I'm feeling good off of that. And see, I, I had to switch what I was going to use because I really like, um, you know, like sometimes my, my different quotes I have here, you know, can work maybe with the ones you have. So for my toxic quote, I'm going to go with, are you lost? A lost cause. And just, to, you know, it's, you know, it's written about a much deeper things, you know, and things like that. But I like to take just little single um, words from my actual lyrics in songs uh, that you might be able to hear, you know, if, if we play out. You know, that's a, how it has to qualify to be a toxic quote. Say it one more time. Are you lost? A lost cause. Okay. Like, just kind of questioning yourself, you know, thinking about, am I lost, you know? Because you have to at least think about being lost before you can find the way to be found, you know? Yeah. Shoot, I be feeling lost all the time. But somehow I find my way back. Even if I get lost again, I find my way back. And I'm talking about, like, in my thoughts. So that does apply to my life. Like, I don't... I don't know. I like that though. I like your. I like that you go back to your lyrics and what you created, um, and bring it to our podcast. So I love that. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We uh, we love doing this, and we're going to continue doing it. Uh, so give us any feedback that you have, and uh, interact with us on social media. All right, y'all. So yeah, as he said, ooh, okay, you're getting better at this going into. <laughs> Uh, introducing our social media and all of that so um so ig instagram untoxic kc podcast like i said earlier we're gonna do better with posting stuff because it's a little dry over there um and then um also created a facebook page um as well and that's untoxic with kim and carl i believe it is um So if you follow those, you'll be good to go. And then please don't forget to listen to our podcast. This is episode six, by the way. So we getting there. We're going to celebrate episode 10, but we're going to keep now our vacation week, which is coming up. Um, Not next week, but the week after that. We're going to do our podcast from Mexico. Okay. No, we're not. (laughs) So... We're not doing a podcast. In Give Mexico. us some feedback. You guys want a podcast from Mexico? No, no, I don't think we're doing that. So that week is going to be skipped because I'm not. Yeah, probably not. But we'll definitely be posting some content. Okay, I'm going to post from Mexico because period. Because why not? Um, birthday February first. So is that a Thursday or what? I yes. think it's a Thursday. Okay. Um, anyway, so, uh, listen to us on iHeart, Spotify, and Apple. Anyway, you get your podcast. I like saying that just in case. I have no idea if we're posted anywhere than those other three. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, give us some feedback. And thanks for listening, guys. I hope you guys have a great weekend, a great week. And we'll see you next week.